Yeah. <laughs> so I uh I had this I had this account with uh with Budweiser. Okay. And in, in Dallas, the plan in, in Budweiser. So uh I was driving. I only I spent about two years driving because I, I, I wanted to learn, live and learn the truckers uh lifestyle. You right. know, so that I could understand the drivers. So that loading, unloading process, going into the ports, in and out of the ports. So I did, man. I picked up my load going to uh Fort Worth. The Budweiser plant in Fort Worth. I stopped him to put gas. It was around ten o'clock at night, man. And then, uh, you know, I, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna stay here. So I, I pay for parking. I go and take a shower, man. I come out, and I'm there. I'm, I'm I don't think I'm my phone or TV, something, doing something, man. And and then uh, I uh, I pass out. But and then keep in mind, man. I don't have that much experience, you know, so I don't even lock the doors in the truck. <laughs> okay. You know, next thing you know, I'm like, I'm laying down. I'm like passed out, man. I've been driving all day, so I'm passed out. Next thing you know, I'm like, wow, I hear, I felt something hit my, my body. I get up, I'm like, man, there's this chick, man, on top of me. She's smiling. She don't even have the, her two front teeth. She's like, hey, baby. A hundred dollars and I'm clean. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, get off me. I'm like, get off me. Oh my God. I like, get off me. I'm like, so I just tell her, get the F off. Get away from my truck. Leave right now, man. I'm like, oh my God. So after that, you know, that's an experience that I'll never forget. I'm sure. It's, it's crazy, man. But you know, living that, that trucker's life. Life, right. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, if I could do anything in the world, it would be drive. I love driving, man. Love the driving. long distance, the long hauls, I love it, man. It's like you're your own little world, especially at night, driving at night, yeah. you in the road. I love it, man. I love it. So, you know, and I got plenty of stories like that. I got you. Know, you. In I the got two you. years. But let, let, me, let me ask you a question. So in, in building back up, because basically the business hit rock bottom with the first business, right, to where it was dissolved completely, right? So you guys had to build from scratch. So at that point, are you still using boxing money to fund that? Or, or is that like you have to like kind of build up again to buy these new trucks? Like talk about that a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, at the time, you know, I had a, my financial advisors, they said, no, they did not want to give me no money. They're like, no, because I have my financial advisors that have my a retirement set up for me and my kids. And and so I can't touch that. OK, I can't touch it. it it's kind of like what they did is they put my money in a in a safe deposit box they locked Turned it the key, swallowed and, it yep, threw it away threw it away yep. that's it you know <laughs> so that's for me and my kids when i get older okay. if everything else fails you know what i mean so they they didn't want they did not give me any money so what i did is uh i learned the hard way man um i came up with no money i made all this money then I basically lost whatever money I had that I could touch. I didn't have no money again. Right. So my my advisors had all the money, had all the power. And they're like, nope, you're good. You can live. You can you can have a good life, but you're going to be restricted to a certain amount. Mm. You know, but you're going to have a good life. Just stop everything. Right. But I refuse to do so, man. I refuse to do so. So, again, my ride or die, my brother's like, 
I got you, man. Whatever, whatever you want to do, we'll do it. So we went out, man, with the little trucks that we had. We uh, we started back up, man. We started back up, and it wasn't it wasn't easy. You know, we had to. Uh, my credit score went from eight hundred plus to zero <laughs> yeah. because because all the um, all the trailers that were leased out under my company, but I didn't know nothing about. Right. You know, the, that old dispatcher, and I'm not gonna mention no names yeah, because yeah, yeah. we're in Houston. And yeah, now nah, you ain't gotta still, do that. Yeah, you he still might be dispatching. Now nah, we keep know, it so, positive. It's all good. Yeah, so you know, he, I had all this credit that was out there that was being used under my company, which I had to put up my personal credit in order to from my company JD Transportation to get any credit from renting chassis yeah. and uh, trailers and. Uh, Drive ants and flatbeds and all that stuff. Well, man, so my credit went from like eight eight fifty to like four hundred, man, to right. like four hundred. Right. So then I couldn't even get, I couldn't even rent nothing out. So what we did, man, is we just, you know, we started working with the four trucks that we had. I I started driving, and little by little, man, we started. My brother and I started saving money. He started driving too, you know. So we started saving money and. See, so this is a testament to all the people out there. If you really want to do something, you're gonna do it. Yeah, you know, we cut back on our on our expenses. We started saving some money, and as we the money grew, we bought another truck. Invest back in. Yeah, we invested back. We bought another truck. So we limit. We limit. So from 2013 all the way to 2019, it was only three of us. We were doing the invoicing, payroll, driving. You know, paying ourselves and whatever jars we had. So from 2013 to 20, uh, 2019, we grew s- real slow. And right. I mean real slow. We went from 2013 to 2015 with about eight drivers. Then from 2015 to 2018, we grew to 20 drivers. And then from 2018 to 2019, we had about 30 drivers. And after that, that's when we hit that boom. You know, in one year, man, we grew 30 drivers. So we went from 30 to 60. Right. From 2019 to 2020. Got you. And then 2021 and 22 is where we added an additional 20 drivers. Got you. Are, are now are you guys buying these trucks outright? Are you financing them? Are they their older trucks? At first? Yeah. At first, we were financing. Okay. Because we couldn't afford to buy them outright. You know? So, and this is something that maybe some of these listeners all, uh, all understand or that, that are wanting to to uh, start their own business. So at first we did, we did finance a few trucks and then I stopped. We stopped making enough money to where we can actually buy them outright. But then instead of buying these newer trucks, <clears throat> we sat by, <clears throat> my brother and I sat back and we're, we analyzed what our business was. So we run nationwide, right? But most of our runs are Texas. So is San Antonio, Austin, McAllen, Dallas. So about 350 to 400 a mile, or well, let's, let's put it like this, six to 800 mile, miles round trip, right? You don't need a 2022 truck to make those runs. Right. So what I did is majority of my trucks are to, from 2006 to 2010, Freightliners with Detroit engines. Why? Because a Detroit engine is like having a, a Ford engine. 
You know, anybody can work on it. Goes down the road, it breaks down. Anybody can can work on it. Now, from Houston to Dallas, it's about a 300-mile uh, trip. So if the truck was to break down, it wouldn't cost me that much to go and pick up my truck and bring it back to Houston. Now, if that truck breaks down in New York or California, which, I mean, California is even too, is too old to go in there, right? <laughs> right. But if it breaks down, that's going to cost me some money. You know, so I wouldn't send a 2007 truck to California or New York and expect it to go and come back. Now, it could, it might, but I'm not, you know, so I know my business. I know that I don't need a 2022 or 2018 truck to make these runs to go to Dallas, San Antonio or McAllen. Right. You know, I can have an older truck as long as it's maintained. I mean, you see the mechanic that's here in my yard now. You know, I, I make sure that I maintain I maintain my trucks, do the oil changes, making sure that he goes and inspect it like a level one DOT, DOT officer, officer would. Yep. You know, all of that, man. So I make sure my, my trucks are in tip top shape. So instead of spending seventy, eighty thousand dollars per truck. I'm spending about twenty thousand dollars to buy it, and then another ten to fifteen investing in it, in it, making sure that it's right. So by the end of the day, I have like a I have a thirty thirty five thousand dollar truck that's paid in cash that's making me money. Mm. You know, so now every my goal is every month I buy a new truck, okay. I buy a new truck from the money, the profits that the trucks are making me now. So let, let's get it right now. I have, I have 70 trucks under my authority, but 25 of those are company owned. The others are leased on, leased on owner operators. Okay. And the way I'm able to grow that is because I pay the drivers right and I'm fair with them. If you twisted, confused, or stuck about trucks, don't be dumb. This is the place to come. Truck and hustle. Let's go.